On today's show, we are talking about the writing is on the wall. Oftentimes, there's little signals that are given we kind of ignore, whether business relationships or personal relationships that guide us or can be a guide. So we're going to talk about what those are. Let's talk about it. Thank you for tuning in. We are Tristan and Michael, and you are listening to Fused, Transparent Conversations for Marriage, Family, and Relationships. We invite you to join us as we discuss topics that are thought about but not talked about. So tell your friends and family to check us out. And as always, check out all of our socials at Fused Marriages, as well as our website at FusedMarriages.com. Hey. Hey, <laughs> I had a, I had a I had a beat going on, so I was like, I had to pause. Oh, okay, to you looked at me. I was like, did I? I pressed pause in my head, and okay. the beat stopped, and I just like, you know what I mean. So let the beat drop. Yeah, it okay. was it was not that kind of beat, but it was a it was a good beat. I bet it was. Yeah, sometimes you got to have a different beat in your head than what's going on outside. That's true. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. To each their own. Well, we want to start off today's show by saying thank you to those of you that have supported our short series, Pivot. I hope that it has been something that's been impactful. Um, We are coming up on this next episode. So episodes drop every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. So we hope that you check it out and let us know your thoughts. Our goal in the whole series is to create um, conversation. So we want to know as you are watching these series, what you think if you were to put yourself in those characters' positions, um, if there are certain things that you may have dealt with in your own life that mm-hmm. connect. Um, we want to hear from you. So thank you so much for your feedback. Thank you for watching. Please make sure as you watch that you're liking. Um, and those of you that are not yet subscribers but are tuning in, we invite you also to subscribe Most to definitely. our channel um, because we definitely want to connect and hear from you. All right. Most definitely. So we're jumping into today's topic, yeah. and I'm going to let you introduce it because this is something that was on your mind. Not right. I told you I was going to. So um, it's been something that was on your mind, and I know you have a lot to say on this. So I'm not going to have a lot to say, but I will frame it up a little bit. Just a little bit. Okay. So today's topic is called The Writing is on the Wall. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes in relationships or just in, it could be in business, whatever, but situational things mm. there's oftentimes signals that tell us like hey you know what something potentially is about to happen okay all right um so i i, I pull some three kind of general ideas that i've been reading on from you know what hey can we talk about these three topics in regards to the writing on the wall simple enough <laughs> is it okay mm-hmm. wh- okay i'm gonna let you keep going because i'm I'm with you. Let's go. Okay. So number one, number one is history, right? The idea is that whenever there is some history involved where we have some things that we may have seen, we may have experienced, they could provide signals in regard to, hey, hold on. This is something I've seen before. Let me take a step back and see if it's something I need to apply to what's going on now. Okay. So what I'm hearing is that you're saying that there are signs and Mm -hmm. signals that might be indications that something is going to go awry in the relationship. It it may not be awry, but it could be just maybe um, a warning. It could be not necessarily something going awry. Yeah, I I guess. I guess you could say that. I don't want me to say like something like, oh, like it's absolutely going to happen because you saw something in in, in history. But 
it could be just to say, okay, it's hold on. It's trending in a certain direction. I need, to, I need to look at this. Like, okay, hold on. I think I've seen this before. I think my brother has experienced it. My sister has, has experienced it. My mother has experienced it. Uh-huh. And oftentimes we may ignore history. Okay. So out of the context of history, just so mm-hmm. I understand your premise, what I'm hearing is that there are these symptoms, these signals, these signs that say pay attention because based on these three things that you're jumping into, um, it might be something that signifies we're, we're not going, we're not trending the right way. Yeah, I think, I and, think, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I just, I think you 100% agree with you what you just said. It's just the idea that like, yeah, history could give us. And that's I, the first one. That's is the first history. one. History. Yes. So history is one of the things that we should be able to yeah. look at yeah. to say, Hmm. Based on the history of the, is it the relationship or the individual? It could be any of it. It could be relationship. It could be people that in your family, it could be friends. It could be work. It could be a lot of different things. Um, but necessarily, but like history will give you an indicator of certain things that may happen later on. At in least, your relationship. In your relationship, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm saying we're saying relationship. It could be business relationship. It could be per- whatever, right? It, it mm-hmm. could give you an If I'm like, hey, I'm interested in, I'm a sports player. Mm-hmm. And I saw a guy, like, you know, he went out there and started playing. He got he hurt his hamstring real bad. Okay. And I linked that up. Like, man, hold on. He didn't necessarily stretch or take care of his body beforehand. That would trigger in my mind to say, hey, hold on. Do I want to follow that pathway? Do I, do I need to prepare myself differently? Okay. I got you. You got it? Okay. Yeah. Rule number I'm, two? I'm, no, no. I'm, I'm okay. Sick, so I'm just thinking through how we all can apply mm-hmm. that to your premise mm-hmm. um, of there are indicators in our relationships that say we are at least that we need to pay attention to mm-hmm. so that we don't go the wrong way. And one of the indicators is history. And that can be our own personal history yeah. or that can be um something that we have observed in time that we can also apply Mm -hmm. those principles to our own relationships. Yep. Okay. I'm with that. I think I agree. I think that, that sometimes I think the harder, the hardest part of that. And I've said this kind of thing before is being reflective, Mm -hmm. like saying that, okay, this is what I did. Um, for those that maybe have gone through a divorce or a difficult breakup or, um, and I guess I'll just stay with those because there's lots of things in history. But if you're saying, hey, I want to avoid dysfunction in my current relationship, then that takes looking at yourself and saying, okay, what have I maybe done wrong in my mm-hmm. previous relationships mm-hmm. that I want to avoid in this relationship? And that takes a certain amount of honesty because a lot of times, um, it well, not a lot of times, it's just easier to blame the person that isn't you. <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. it's easier to say, well, if they hadn't done this, then I wouldn't have responded this way. Or, you know, if this had been this way, then that would have been different. Instead of saying, and that's not that's not even that that's not true as well, but it's saying, okay, how could I have been different or how do I need to be different moving forward? And mm-hmm. I think that that's the piece of the history that's important is saying, what role do I play in my own success? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this so this in my, my mind, I'm thinking there's a story, right? There is this king, and uh, he was having some issues, this, that, and the other. And somebody came and spoke to him and said, hey, you know what? You know what your father did, right? You were a witness to what your father did and how his downfall was. And he was repeating the exact same thing, mm-hmm. um, which basically saying, like, he ignored or maybe, you know what, felt that it didn't apply to him. Mm-hmm. And it caused him some harm. Yeah. 
Um, and it took somebody else to kind of point that out. Well, I don't know if he didn't know it. And nobody else was, you know, and then pointed out to him, or he just kind of ignored it. Yeah. But either way, it was it was something that you know, oftentimes to say our parents may have done. We we're watching that the the issues and the downfalls that, that they have, and yeah. we're like, okay, that would never apply to me. Mm. Not they said, okay, hold on, I got to put this in the back of my head to make sure that I don't go down that pathway. Yeah. I think that's so interesting. You just pointed out two things. The first is not recognizing dysfunction when it's dysfunction. Mm -hmm. And then the second is recognizing that you kind of can carry that seed Mm -hmm. and plant it in your new, you know, in your new territory. So if we were to deal with like that first example that you used uh, talking about the king and somebody else coming and pointing it out, Mm -hmm. I wonder, and this is just something to, you know, just posturing, if we have people close enough to us that can tell us that's not right, you mm-hmm. know, like this, this is not working. And if we're willing to hear that, like one of my closest friends, and I have a lot of friends that will tell me mm-hmm. <laughs> that love me, but will also tell me about myself. Um, <clears throat> but I, I wonder if we as um, married communities or we as people have enough people in our circle that are both for us and honest with us like Mm -hmm. sometimes it seems that there's like this mutual exclusion like if you're for me you don't tell me I'm ratchet like you don't tell me I'm messed up and if you do then there's like an offense like why are you saying that about me you know like not that that's y'all or that that's me or that that's you, but I've found that people don't generally like hearing negative things about themselves Mm -hmm. and if they do, if we do, then there's multiple ways that we can take it. But what it makes us is not safe for correction. It makes it makes our relationships really void of depth because we can't both love and accept and critique or support um, because we're unwilling to make the adjustment or to have somebody see us. You know why people don't accept feedback, though? Why? I think there's two reasons why people don't accept feedback. Why? Two general reasons, probably some other stuff, but two general reasons. Mm-hmm. One is that they don't trust you. Mm-hmm. Two is pride. And I would argue and say, you know what, more time is trust than it is pride. Hmm. I agree. And the idea we thinking like, you don't listen, they don't listen. No, they don't trust, they don't trust. And it may not they don't, they trust, don't you. trust, they don't trust. Right. You may be, we we yeah. often say, like, they're not listening, they're not listening, they're not listening to me. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It's a trust factor. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If we even go to our own, like, say, our, our kids, right? Our kids listen to us because they trust us. Yeah. And at some point, you know, we get 18, 19, 20, 25. Hold on, mom and daddy just as crazy as such and such. So we stop listening to them as much because of the lack of trust Yeah. of really what they're saying. Not that we don't still respect them, Yeah. but it's a lack of trust. That's a side topic anyway, but yeah. I like that. I think that's true. And I think it also depends that that trust, that can be something that you've carried before. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I got burnt before, and now I'm applying it to this relationship, and I don't trust you even if what you're saying might be helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I agree with that. So thinking about dysfunction, like coming from a dysfunctional, you know, whatever family or relationship and not recognizing it as dysfunctional until somebody points it out, but also being able to, um, make adjustments within yourself as you go, like, mm-hmm. so that you're not the one that's carrying this thing on, Yeah, you know, it's being, again, I guess that goes back to being reflective, but yeah, I really like that. Okay. Well, you sparked Good. something when you said dysfunction. You said it two, a couple of times, right? Uh-huh. Dysfunctional. And it's like, I think this is, again, a side topic. It's not even on our, on our notes, yeah, whatever. Go. But the idea is that, like, we think we go from dysfunctional to this thriving state, mm-hmm. right? Okay. 
I'm dysfunctional, whatever that means. Hey, you know what? I don't mm-hmm. wake up till noon every day and don't do anything until 5 p.m. Right. Okay. Dysfunctional. I'm a grown person. That's, that's dysfunctional, in my opinion. Okay. Right. And he thinking, say, okay, I'm just gonna like, I'm just gonna start doing. I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna get a job, and I'm gonna go do that and the other. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna perform. People think that's that's to me. Step. It's like you have to go from dysfunctional to functional, then to thriving. Yeah. And you have to be consistent in the functional piece before you go to thriving. I think that's the whole thing right there is consistent. Yeah. Because I think that people get tired in getting out of the dysfunctional mindset or state or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you just kind of start reverting or here's another option to consider, or you try to change everything all at once. And then you're overwhelmed because you have so many areas of dysfunction in your experiences that you say, okay, I'm going to change everything. I'm going to go to the gym two times a day. I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to, you know, cut off my relationship, start new friends, you know, go different places, join 10 organizations. And you try to do all of the, I'm be in bed by 10 o'clock, drink eight glasses of water, you know, and you, you start dropping the ball and then you spiral Mm -hmm. because it's like you either fixate on the thing that you dropped or you're unable to keep all of those spinning Mm -hmm. while trying to clean your mindset, you know? And, and I think that that, I think that happens a lot. I think that that happens a lot. happens a lot. Yeah. It's the baby steps that people don't often like we got, we have to take to get to that, to get to those. Yeah. Mastering each step of going through these spaces in our life from like, from where we are to where our goal is. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. really interesting. Okay. So, um, the writing is on the wall. What's the next one? All right. So the next one is your current actions that you accept as normal, almost feeding into the kind of dysfunctional, Mm -hmm. good, good, good leading into that. Accept as normal or right, but it isn't right. Mm-hmm. Right? So we often have these, if we grow up a certain way, you know what? I'm not going to say that. I was going to say, well, you know what? He's like, hey. You tell know. all our family business. <laughs> it's, just, it's just ideas come to your head. Be like, okay, that's, that's a great example. I'm not sure I'm going to use that one. Okay. But, like, you know, I mean, we have this thing like, okay, you know what? We eat at maybe at the countertop. Right? Mm-hmm. We go. We, when we come in, we sit down and eat, and we think that's normal. Versus yeah. having sitting down having family dinner, yeah, right, and that's and we just said that's right. You know, like, okay, what's wrong with that? It's what, yeah, I've been doing that. That's right. This that, any other, yeah. but we and that's a that's an example. But like that could take away in not in theory, right, from the family environment of us sitting down together and kind of closing out our day together. Mm. But there's a lot of things like that. That's a minor one, I think, in my opinion, maybe not because people need well, to I think it's more, I think it? it's redefining what's normal for you all for like mm-hmm. different families and recognizing that it might not be the same when you come together, but ensuring that your values are congruent mm-hmm. and that, you know, like, okay, maybe you do, you know, eat at the countertop uh, or you kind of walk around or you kind of do your own thing, but at least once a week you come together and you look at each other and there's no distractions mm-hmm. or something like that because your value system dictates we're going to have conversation. And it just so happens that our conversation is going to be centered around Um, breaking bread together, having a meal together. Mm -hmm. So I think that, you know, like what is normal for different people may vary, but it's important that the value system is the same. And I think when you bring that into the context of the, this writing on the wall, I think what we, what different people see as, you know, normal can be criticized by somebody um, that it wasn't normal for, and then it can become 
this major conflict in their relationship because your value systems aren't the same. You haven't had um, conversation around what is it that we want to have in our home or with our family. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that that can kind of breed contempt because now you're critical of me and my family. This is how we did things. And now Mm -hmm. I'm taking that personally um, instead of saying like, okay, let's kind of sort through what our, uh, our upbringing or how we see life or the things that we want and see what fits and what matches as opposed to imposing, well, this is how we did it. And we are, right. it's y'all that are, you know, jacked up. Let's take know. it, let's make it black and white then. Okay, go. Cause like, sometimes you're right. Some people have a preference, mm-hmm. right. Where, you know, grew up different, this and the other, are you eight or this, you know, how you do, how you do your work. Let's say, you know what, what's not, what's not right is somebody shutting down. Okay. Right. But somebody could think that's normal. Mm-hmm. That you know what, yeah, you know what, I get mad, I can shut down, I'll take a ride around the block and go sit in the garage for two hours, whatever. Mm-hmm. What's not right is somebody yelling at somebody, mm-hmm. but they can take that as normal. Mm-hmm. So, but like, but we carry on these things that we, th- that we that we call normal, even though we know, like, hold on, something ain't right with that. Mm-hmm. But we still carry that on, right? Mm-hmm. So... To me, that's more black and white than kind of maybe mm. a preference of, of different things. I got you. Those are two examples there of saying, okay, a lot of times we just keep living in what we know. Mm, right? That's it. Yeah. And we use yelling. You know what? When I get mad, you know what? My, my voice finna go up and you finna see veins outside of my head. <laughs> okay. And we call that normal, yeah. though. We like, I mean, like, what? I'm just being me. No, that's yeah. not right, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's not, we got to have conversations. Or the opposite of that, somebody just shutting down. You know what? I ain't got nothing to say. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Because that's what it's always been. That's how I'm always going to be, this, that, and the other. And that's not right. Or somebody not calling, you know, going, leaving work. And, you know, maybe two hours late. Mm-hmm. But, like, they don't call. Mm-hmm. That's not right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So there's giving different. But we end up carrying those different things on with us. And to me, those are signals. Right is on the wall. Something is going to be triggered by something that you're doing that you know that's not right. That's going to spark into something else. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can buy it. I I prefer Mm -hmm. that those examples to just being like what we would societally say, well, Mm -hmm. this is the normal way to do things versus something that is kind of, that is more plain and Mm -hmm. contentious and almost kind of thought out. Like this is how I am deal with it, Mm -hmm. you know? So, okay. I'm with you. Absolutely. We're on number three. Okay. Yeah. Number three. All right, so number three, so writing on the wall, first one was history. Mm-hmm. The second one was we accept what's normal, and we know it's not right, but we still accept it and do it. That's number two. Mm-hmm. And then number three. Wait, can we say number two really fast? Yep. Your current actions that you have accepted as normal or right, but it isn't right. Your current actions that you've accepted mm-hmm. as right, and you know it's not right. I do think that there's something in us that says, like, Man, I'm not I'm not doing the right. Like, man, I'm going out with my boys and I'm doing this thing or I'm with my ladies and we're doing this thing and that's not right. And I think that but I think that what happens is I guess this goes back to that first one too is making sure that you're surrounding yourself with people that can point out cuz sometimes you'll be able to convince yourself it ain't no thing. You see you see him calling, I'm not answering his call. I'm out. I'm with, you know, like you know, you need somebody to be like, "Girl, go go take that phone call or whatever." I think that really building relationships that I'm back to what I said at first. I think it's just so critical. I think so many problems in our marriages, um, in, in our relationships, 
can at least be addressed when there is accountability. Because if there's real accountability, real transparency, real trust, then you're really able to have people look at you and say, Tristan, that's not good. You're not doing right. And me to be like, dang, I can't really get away with it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, you know, like I, yeah. I gotta, I gotta do the right thing. Even if you know in your heart that what's right, having somebody reinforce that I think is helpful. That's why I think like this whole idea, it's not good for a man to be alone. I don't necessarily think it's just the relationship. I think it's okay. If you now are one, who else, how are you not alone? If it's just you, it's just us two, no more, nobody Mm -hmm. else. Because if we're married and we're one, then we also need other people. Mm -hmm. So just a thought. Okay, go ahead. No, I guess, I mean, you you sparked something as you were saying that I kind of agree and disagree at the same time. Oh, let's hear it. I love that. About accountability. Okay. Accountability, I'm not trying to say people don't need accountability. Yes. But what I'm saying, what I believe is that there is a step before accountability. Talk. And that that step before accountability, which we need, I'm not trying Uh to say we don't need it. Don't don't misunderstand me. We need accountability. The step before accountability is awareness. And Mm. I have to be aware my actions, what I'm saying, what I'm doing, how I interact with the world, mm-hmm. how I come across, in order to know that I even need accountability. That's good. I agree. So a lot of times we need, I need it. I had, once I became aware of myself, mm-hmm. more so, the more I come aware, the more the better I interact with the world and with you. Mm-hmm. Once when, when I was unaware, Oof. I did that. I'm doing that. What? 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 I mean, like it don't even like, like nah. It don't even trigger. <laughs> Like how many yeah. people we know? I mean, we, we can it just just pe- friends, whatever people we see. Like they just don't know how to interact with the world. Yeah, and uh, to me, that's just lack of self awareness. Mm-hmm. And so, like the first accountability piece is being accountable to you. Mm-hmm. And once I'm accountable to me, then hopefully I can spread out and say, "Can somebody else hold me accountable?" Mm-hmm. If I don't even like approach the idea of like, "Hey, what am I doing? Why do I need somebody? I'm 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 how am I interact? What am I saying when I get mm-hmm. angry? What happens when I get happy? What happens?" Mm-hmm. My, when I work, I'm working too much. Like I'm yeah. like, I have to be. You're saying the accountability reinforces the, it, something, it, some the work you've already done at least at, at a at a there, basic level. There are people that right we try to help. No names given given here, but we try to help. Okay. Yep. And this this is this is no, no no I'm not pointing anybody in this case just from the standpoint. Hopefully anybody watches. They're like I'm not talking, no, I'm talking <laughs> about y'all. This literally come from my head. But there are people we try to help. Yeah. And we can't mm-hmm. because they're not aware of themselves. We give them all the accountability piece, put everything out in front of them, lay it out, and this they, they just can't receive it. Yeah. And I, I I believe part of it, not all of it, is because the awareness, like, hold on, how do I interact in these situations? Mm-hmm. And I think once people become more aware of that, and I'm in the process, I'm not there. I'm not trying to say I've arrived in any kind of place yet. Yeah. But I did notice once I became aware, I just started just, it, it, it catapulted me to yeah. a different level of just, how I saw myself, how I saw you, how I see the kids, how I see the world. And they say, okay, and it's still a work in progress, mm-hmm. but it just, it helped me. It's good. I agree. You good? Drop the mic. <laughs> Drop the mic. Drop the mic. All right, we go to number three. We started number okay. three. We kind of went yeah, and we backed up, went and backed up. So history first one is number one. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one is your current actions you have, yet you have accepted as normal or right, but it isn't right. Mm-hmm. Then number three is pride. Mm-hmm. And we're talking, we're talking about writing on the wall, right? So oftentimes we often think that 
oftentimes often I do that back to back, but either way, mm-hmm. it's still <laughs> what I'm saying is that you, you know what? We think that it won't it won't necessarily happen to us. Like I'm in me, like, you know what, I can handle it. And people often look at pride as like, and, and I'm I'm putting pride in a different maybe category. Maybe you can maybe explain it to people who are better, of I'm strong enough to take it. Not I'm strong enough, not that I'm, you know, I'm some arrogant, this, that, and the other, I don't listen, mm-hmm. but I can interact with people or the world in a way that, you know what, I don't care what happens, I'm strong enough to handle it. And what happens is, I think, life happens, for one, and humbles us in a way that we, we, weren't, we weren't expected to. I've been there, I can write a book about it, you know what I mean? I thought I can handle it, well, I, I got this, I can go through this. And then bought up like a baby crying, mm. not realizing like, man, I had this pride thing of with my strength was pride. People think of strength. I'm strong. I can handle this that, and the other. I don't have to be vulnerable, all this other kind of stuff and show any kind of I got to be like, but no, that's that's pride. Mm. And um, you look at me like you have something to say. Mm-mm. OK, no, but like so oftentimes we're talking about writing on the wall when we go through life and things are happening. History shows us our own actions or where we, things we're doing that we know ain't right show us. And then pride, and I'm saying pride in this case, in our strength of thinking, okay, I can take on whatever. Mm. The history doesn't matter. You know what? My daddy went through that. My mama went through that. I'm cool. You know what? I'm doing wrong. And I'm, I mean, that's how I've been doing it. I'm, 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 I still got it. I still got it. We still going to make it. She going to be good. He going to be good. And like, but that that's, that's your pride standing up. Well. And as you were explaining that, it made me think like it's almost a mask, you know, mm-hmm. like it's like this, um, a mask for fear, like can I, or a mask for pain, like yeah, my dad went through this, but I got it. It's almost like mm-hmm. it becomes this thing. There's this old movie called The Mask. Do you remember that oh, movie? Oh, I love that movie. With like um, love that movie. Jim Carrey and everything. Oh, no, it's different, different mask. I'm thinking about with uh, with Cher. That's, y'all, y'all can find that movie. It's okay. a, anyway, but yeah, I'm, I'm all, but yes, I know that movie too. <laughs> the movie came before that one. Okay, in the eighties. But anyway, okay. Well, I'm talking about the Jim Carrey movie where he would put this mat, he would put the green mask on. It was like brown mm, or whatever, and it would that. take yep. over, and he would become this other thing. And when he would take the mask off, he would be back to his kind of normal okay. self. But when he had the mask on, he would do things that he, as himself would never do. Mm-hmm. You remember? Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you were talking, that's kind of the image I got in my head is that this mask kind of becomes, it absorbs these other parts of you. Like, mm-hmm. hey, and, and society almost claps for the mask version more than the other version. So people think they have to have the mask. Like, mm-hmm. I've got to be strong. This is what life has required of me. This right. is what people expect of me. I can't be moping around. I can't have these challenges or these issues. So you put the mask on until even you believe that that's who you are. Mm-hmm. And then that's the thing that makes you fall. And then we see humility on the other side of this right. thing. Right. But I think that, in doing so, we have to recognize that as society, this is what we tell people we want from them. And mm-hmm. so people make the determination, well, this is what I have to do to get there. Um, so I think it's a I think mm-hmm. it's a big conversation and a little one. It's an individual conversation. What do I need to do so that I'm not wearing this mask all the time? Um, and then as society, what pressures are we putting on our spouses to be this thing or our children or our parents? Um, because... You know, there are no superheroes, but we expect like when when you come home, 
check into this next phase. Like I got stuff to say. I haven't talked to you or it's time to be mommy duty or daddy duty. It's on and on and on until you are somehow, you know, lost mm-hmm. and not, no longer it's yourself. Good. Good. So I think it's interesting. That's an interesting thing that I'm going to have to think about. Hopefully you all are thinking about that it's because good. I, I want to explore that, that last point that pride says that it won't happen to me. And if it does, I got this because we do want to be able to muscle through life. But then what does that do if we never actually deal with the issues that life has brought to us? So I'll give you the last word. That's just some thoughts as you were speaking. Oh man. I mean, I think, yeah, you pretty much close it up. I guess. I mean, I think at every, in life, how it works, right. And at some point we all get, we all get weighed, right. Mm-hmm. Where we have to get say, okay, where are we at? Yeah. We, we, we claim we, you know what? I have strength or I have faith or I have, you know what? I'm good. Mm-hmm. That will get tested. Mm, won't it? At some point, it will get tested. Won't it? And, we'll, and we will. I will. I found out how good I am. Mm-hmm. Now on the inside, how much faith do I really have? Yeah. Right? So the writing on the wall, hopefully, it just points to signals. That's all I'm looking at, right? Just saying it points to signals to say, hey, okay, just be self, be aware. Be aware. Of some things that, you know what, that could help potentially maybe avoid some things. Mm. Well, thank you for this conversation. Thank you all for being with us today. Please make sure that you give us your feedback, comment, like, and subscribe. And always, you know, let's let's talk about it.